My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Very excited to bring the guest on that I am about to introduce you to, Janique Roney. She is just incredible, you guys. She has a very powerful story that we'll get to in just a moment here, but she's a natural born healer. She's the founder of Provo Health Clinic and the host of the Gutsy Health Podcast. So welcome to the show, Janique. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks, Britt. I am really excited to be here and to talk about these things. So thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yes, you guys, we're going to get into some hot topics here. But you know, before we dive into anything like that, if you don't mind taking us through a little bit of your background as to how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Um, so to do that, I have to kind of go back to childhood. I grew up in South Africa and my mom was kind of like a naturopath and she actually had a college where she trained other naturopaths. And so that, that was my entire life. And that was my vocabulary of like healthy living, healthy eating, you know, food is medicine. We used, she owned an essential oil company. So, uh, whenever I had scrapes and cuts and bruises, we used like tea tree and lavender and all these things. And like, that was just my life. And that was my language. And I hardly ever went to the doctor or ever took antibiotics. Like my parents never went on any kinds of medications. I, my dad's 80 and I still don't think he's on a medication, you know, and, and he's, he's riding a bike up in the mountains every day. And, you know, like they're, they're healthy people. And so, um, that was just the, the culture I grew up in. And so um, I grew up wanting to be a doctor, but found out in college, I was like, eh, this isn't really my vibe. I don't like this culture. Like it's, it's weird. It's not what I was thinking. And so on a whim, I was like, I'm just going to go to massage therapy school because it's six months. And then I can just start learning healing modalities. And I kind of fell in love with it. And it just, it, it exposed me to all walks of life. And I worked on thousands of thousands of people and heard all their health issues. And I was like, oh, there's an answer to that. There's an answer to that. So I just started counseling people during their, like their massages. Right. And they're like, oh, that worked. Oh, that worked, you know? And, and so I just kind of accumulated knowledge throughout my, my massage practice of 10 years. Um, fast forward to, I got Graves disease after my son, uh, after my first child. And, um, and so the doctor was like, Oh, we'll put you on medication. I'm like, wait a second, give me a few months and I'll figure this out. And like, right. they laughed at me <laughs> they're like, Nope, you're crazy. You can't figure this out. Like once you get graves, you get graves. And I was like, eh, I don't, I don't think that's true. And it took me about six months, but I reversed my graves. And, and so, um, and they, they were like really shocked. <laughs> they were like, what did you do? And I'm like, I read a book. I followed the book. They're like, you should write a book. I'm like, there's hundreds of books out there. Like, I'm not going to waste my time writing another book about this. You know, um, then a year and a half later, my husband was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. <laughs> I know the story just keeps going. And, um, and after a year of radiation and chemotherapy, they still gave us some grave news. They're like, it's still spreading. You have about a few, couple, a year or two left. Um, just keep doing chemo until you die. And I was like, this can't be it. I was like, this is ridiculous. There's no, like that, like my husband's about to sign the paperwork to be like, yep, let's just do chemo till he dies. And I was like, no. And I just really dived. He and I dived. He was a brilliant human. Like he was so one of the smartest people you'd ever meet. And we just dove into the research on nutrition and treatments and like, what are they doing in Mexico? What are they doing in all these other clinics to help people? 
And like somehow, like we created our own clinic. I don't know, like by some divine intervention, like the universe just helped us create this clinic where we bought a hyperbaric chamber, like a heart shell, medical grade hyperbaric chamber, transdermal ozone. We started learning about blood work and we started learning about hair scans and, you know, hair analyses. And we just, we wanted to make this kind of treatment and this information really affordable and accessible for people. Because when you're sick, you're thrown in, like you're, you're thrown to the wolves because everyone makes a, makes a dime off of you, or they make a lot of money off of you when you're sick because you're desperate and you want to get better. And so people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to get better. And because we were those people, I wanted to create a clinic that didn't do that to people. It was affordable. It was accessible. And like you, like I wasn't your head person telling you what to do. We were co-creating treatment plans together because I was educating you along the way and, and you felt like it resonated with you. And so we moved forward. It was none of this, like, I'm the boss. You do as I say, right? Like there was no hierarchy with how we did things. And so we created the clinic. We created like um, the Getsy Health Academy, where we educate people on how to become self healers. Because I feel like everyone should be able to access this information, and everyone should be able to be a, a, a self healer, not just doctors, right? Like you don't have to have a PhD or have an MD to be an expert in your own body. Like it's your body, and everyone's body is different, you, right? So what works for one person isn't going to work for another person because you have completely different epigenetics, right? And so if you learn like if you learn the roadmap to your body, then you can heal your body. And right. so that's my philosophy. Um, long story short, and that's a long story, but no uh, my husband lived a lot longer than what doctors gave him. And he had a really good life and he helped me build this beautiful company and the podcast. And, and um, he died two years ago and, and it was, it was a very hard, but really beautiful transition Um when he passed and he still lives on through the business, through the podcast, like he's still a very present presence in, in this mission. Like he, he, he's not really gone. Like his body is gone, but his soul is still in here, you know? And so I always say like, I'm still running it with him. There's a picture of him in our clinic. And so we're just moving up in the world. We're doing IVs and by where, you know, we're, we're working now on the mental aspect of health, you know, through meditation and mindfulness and we're bringing in neurofeedback. And so it just keeps growing and we just keep moving into areas, helping people find answers to health where doctors have failed them. And they kind of go on this medical merry-go-round, not getting answers. And then they eventually find Prova Health. And we're like, yeah, let's help you figure this out and educate you and empower you along the way, you know? And so, because healing and illness and disease isn't just about the body, it's about the mind and it's about the soul and it's about the heart, you know? And so you can't just treat one part, you have to treat all of it. And when you can treat and connect all of those four factors together, mind, body, soul, heart, you know, then, then that's where true healing actually happens. And so that's where we're at today. Jenny, thank you so much for sharing that with us. This is beautiful. I mean, what you've built with your husband and even carrying on to today. Um, and you're there helping people who are, like you said, desperate and in need of help, but working with them to find something that works for both of you. Um, and not just being like, this is what it is. This is the only option you have. Like you're working to look above and beyond that. Right. And really caring, coming from such a caring spot in your heart. So beautiful. So beautiful. So thank you for sharing that and being open and vulnerable, about your story, definitely not an easy one. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that for us. Absolutely.
Now let's talk a little bit about transmuting cancer into a soul centered business. I know you touched on it throughout your little, your journey that you shared with us, but if you want to dive in deep here, um, this would be a great time to do that. Yeah. You know, I think everyone goes through like everyone goes through trials. Right. And I think, um, we can say something is happening to me or something's happening for me. Right. And so I remember like, obviously cancer is very hard and it's very heavy. And it was, it was, it was at utter hell, you know, and Tristan suffered a lot as, you know, as did I, but not as much as him, obviously. And, you know, but, but he was, he and I together were able to take something so painful and so devastating and transmute it into something that is going to live far beyond him and me, because let's be honest, we're all going to die. Right. Like, like I'm not going to be here forever in a hundred years time. No, one's going to know the name Shawnee Roney. Right. And so, so like, so the, the message and the journey, and I think the calling that we can all step into is when, when things get hard, how are you going? Like, what is the story you're going to tell yourself about it? Are you going to say, woe is me? Life is hard. This sucks. And just kind of, you know, like, like fall, fall over backwards and be like, well, such is life. Life sucks. And then you die. Or are you going to tell yourself a different story and be like, I'm going to make the best of this scenario and I'm going to use it as an empowering story and have it serve me and help me and uplift me um, and, and have that be a roadmap for other people that are going through the same thing, right? Because I can't tell you how many people have approached me with Graves' disease and they're like, how did you do it? I'm like, here's my roadmap, you know, or how many people are like, I have cancer how, how can I navigate this in a way that you interested in it? It's like, here's a roadmap, right? Everyone has hard things that happens to them. It could be your best teacher, your hardest teacher, but your best teacher, or it, you can be a victim to your scenario and you can learn absolutely nothing and blame the world. But guess what? The world doesn't care, right? Like, no. like, like hard is going to happen. So, so don't play the victim, be the hero, be your own hero, show up. Right right? Like illness can be your, like, it can be the best teacher on the planet. Like when people get ill, what I teach in my mind, body, soul course is like, you can, you can need it and say, what is the lesson here for me? And the lesson is often more like a coming back to self. Like when people actually learn why they got ill in the first place, it's because they have been betraying themselves over and over and over in their entire life. They never really learned how to take care of themselves of themselves. They never really learned how to put themselves first, right? Like we always learn to put people before ourselves, put other people's comforts before ourselves, put our job before ourselves, put our children before ourselves, put our spouses, our partners before ourselves, but we never actually learn true unconditional self-love. And so over time, the body just wears and tears because you can't fill, you can't fill others cup when yours is empty, right? Like, so what illness is actually really trying to teach us is like, I got to fill my cup first before I can fill others. And when my cup is overflowing, that's when I can fill other people's cups, right? So you can look at your illness and be like, hmm, okay, I see all the ways I betrayed myself and this is why I'm here. Or you can look at your illness and be like, oh, my body's betraying me. My body's breaking down on me. My body hates me, right? What story are you going to lean into, right? What, like, which one are like, which path are you going to take? And the beauty about every day is you get to choose, like you get to choose the story every single day. So tell yourself an empowering story, right? Because empowerment get, begets more empowerment, right? And so, so, um, so yeah, coming back to cancer and Provo health, right? 
uh, we could have totally listened to that doctor. Like that was one of the hardest days like of my life. And, and I can't say I'm completely unscathed. I still have so much PTSD from cancer. I still have days where like, I have to go get blood work done and it will take me literally months to get it done because like, you know, I, there's, there's trauma there, you know, there's triggers, right. right. But, but like, but I, I, I've learned to coexist with that and still create empowerment around it. Right. And so, um, so coming back to Tristan's cancer, we could have just fallen back and been like, yeah, let's do chemo and die and have this be completely miserable or can't let's transmute this into something that we feel in like that makes us feel powerful and the people around us powerful too. Right. I truly believe we can transmute anything that's hard. Right. It's like, like the mind is so brilliant. The soul is so resilient, you know? And so are you going to, are you going to choose to tap into your higher self, your higher power and create something epic from something that is heartbreaking? I think we all can do it. Thank you for sharing that. That's so powerful. It's so true. We all are going to face hard. We're going to face hard. We're going to, we're going to face life-changing events. And it's like, it's up to you. Like you said, be your own hero. Are you going to allow, you know, yourself to just, I mean, either you're going to go against the odds and just see the bigger picture and that there might be, you know, there might be another alternative way there just might be, or are you going to settle for what everyone tells you or, you know, what it looks like to society. Um, and I love that you're able to push through that and really, really open up to that and see all the possibilities and know that, this is not the only answer. Let's look into something deeper and how you have healed yourself, your husband, um, to an extent as much as you could, right. Um, right. further than any doctor could have. So I love well, that. I think, you know, the, the reason why people don't step into that is because they actually don't feel powerful, right? They're like, there's no way I can transmute this into a roadmap that will help serve other people. And so that's where the learning and the hard work actually starts and begins is actually believing in yourself, right? Actually believing that you are capable of amazing things. You know, I have had thousands of thousands of people coming through my clinic, right? And they, that are ill and they've gone from doctor to doctor to doctor. Oh, he's intelligent. He'll tell me how to fix myself. And the doctor fails them. And they go to another one like, oh, he's intelligent. He has all this training. He can tell me how I can fix my body. And the doctor fails them. And eventually they come into my clinic and I'll be like, you have the answer. You can figure it out. And this is how you do it. Right. And it like, it, it takes them learning that lesson over and over and over of like, Hmm, that person who was really intelligent burned me. That person who was really intelligent burned me. Oh, maybe I can lean into my own intelligence, right? And so I want everyone who's listening to just really lean into like, like collect information, collect data, and then use you can decide, right? Like don't, don't ever don't ever believe that someone else has the answer for you, right? There is divine intelligence that you have yet to tap into. And the reason why hard things are happening to you is because it is an opportunity and an invitation for you to tap into that. So never outsource your power, advocate for yourself. Like, like you, you have the ability, you have the answers. Um, the hardest part is just trusting that and believing it. It all comes within, you know, and like you said, yeah, just trust it trust it and believe that it starts within you have the power and you don't need to outsource all the answers, you know, take a second to try to figure it out on your own, what you can see possibly happening, believe in those possibilities. And then this is probably when people come to you, like, you know, 
and uh, you know, see all the endless possibilities. Now, tell us a little bit about because going through losing your husband or, you know, the cancer that you were told about that, you know, you healed your husband and then you did end up losing him later down the road. Tell us how it was to continue a thriving business that you had while being a mom under all the circumstances, how you were able to juggle and push through, because there could be people in the audience listening that might have had a similar situation with a loss of a loved one while being a mom, while being a business owner, like how did you push through and thrive still? Tell us. So, um, pushing through and thriving, I wouldn't say I thrived. (laughs) I don't know. It's amazing. It's truly a miracle. There's, there's this book called the surrender experiment by Michael Singer. He also writes the book, the untethered soul, which the untethered soul like changed my life. Right. But I truly feel like, um, the surrender experiment, it's all about just leaning into the will of the universe, right? Like I never created Provo Health out of ego. I never created it to make loads of money. Um, and, and it's and it's interesting because all these medical companies that I come into contact with, they first want to talk numbers. How can you make money? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about how you can make money. I want to talk about how I can help people first. I don't want to mark up my margins. Like I'm going to give medicines to people at cost. And everyone's like, whoa, you know, so so my mission has been very different from the beginning because it, it came from a place of pure heartness and heart and soul, right? So Provo Health has been built off of heart and soul, off of a heart and soul mission, not a financial mission. Money has just come, right? And, and I believe in abundance and I believe it comes, it ebbs and flows. And so, um, so going back to your question, how did you thrive? Um, I didn't. I struggled a lot as he was dying and I tried to just push through and push through. And I actually didn't take care of myself very well. Right. And so I was mourning and struggling. My kids were mourning and struggling. Um, but I was lucky enough to have teams that kept it afloat. Right. And so, um, so that like, I could come in and do a little bit of work and then step back and mourn and then come in and do a little bit of work and then be like, I have to step back and mourn. Right. And so it was really hard. I'm not going to be like, Oh, it was so easy, but I feel like the, the efforts that I had put in before and the heart and the soul in which I've put up before, it was enough to carry it through. Right. So that when I was ready to come back, I was ready to come back in power and like, with, 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 with like dominance. Does that make sense? And so and still days, like there's still days, like, don't trust me. Like people think like, oh, you mourn and then it's hard and then it's over. Like, no, it like, it comes in waves. Like it never goes away. You just become bigger than it. Right. And so there's still days where like one, I've created amazing teams. It's taken me years to figure this out. But when you start a business, find amazing teams, right? People that believe in the mission as much as you do, that are extremely loyal to you and the mission, and they love what they're doing, right? To me, like having a healing environment means having an, having healing employees, right? And so I just love them and I adore them like my family and I treat them really well. And in return, they treat me well back, right? And so I've had to lean on these people and my teams to carry me through the hard times and to t- like to take up a lot of the heavy work, and so they give me a lot of grace because they know, because right now I'm, I'm actually currently pregnant and in my first trimester and there's weeks where I'm like, I just have to rest, right? Like I can't do anything, reschedule all my appointments. Right. And they do. Right. And so I feel like, because this isn't 
a mission out of ego. This is a mission that just feels divinely guided by the universe. The universe keeps sustaining it and the right people come to help me. Right. And so like, here's a great example. I'm really good friends with Justin Gradients, who is um, on, on Instagram. Her name's Carlin Call. And there might be a slump where I'm not in the, in the company for a few months because I'm not feeling good or I have to mourn. And like, you know, like I, I'm not on my marketing games. So I'm not doing the Instagram and I'm not doing the podcast very well because I'm resting. And so sales are like, they're, they're in a slump, right? And all of a sudden, Carlin will call me and be like, hey, can I come do stories on your clinic? And every time she does, like sales go way up for like months, right? And that always seems to happen where people will come in and they'll just do like, like Instagram stories on the clinic and a bump sales. And so it's just the universe has your back. And I truly believe that like when you have a, a heart centered mission, like the universe can't say no, right. The universe always says yes. And so, so, so like, that's how I do it. I, I, I did, I didn't do it gracefully. I didn't do it well, but I had people that helped me along the way. Right. And so the, the company, I think when you build a business, it has a heart and a soul, right? And if it has a strong heart and a soul, it will sustain itself and it'll continue to breathe life into itself so that you don't have to actively do it. And then when you create a healthy team around you, they too are actively breathing heart and soul and life into it. So it continues to breathe and grow, right? And so you don't have to be the sole like provider of life into it. And so that's kind of where I've gotten to. And I've been really lucky in that sense, right? Like, again, like I can't be like, oh, it was all my skill. And it was all, no, a lot of it was luck. Like if a lot of people like I did the grind, like you did the grind and then life provided you a very lucky opportunity that caused yes. you boom, right? And so you just did enough grinding and you were met with that opportunity at the exact right time for it to grow. Like it Absolutely. wasn't all you, <laughs> right? And so- oh, and Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I think that's so incredible. It's true. Like when you're coming from a heart and soul position and you are looking at it from a perspective, okay, how many lives can I change and help? You know, you're going to, the universe is going to provide for you. It's going to take care of you. Um, and you also mentioned like the team or sorry, back to like the universe will take care of you. I mean, of course, with the work you put in and everything else, but if you're not chasing the money and you're not at it for financial reasons, the money will flow in, you know, and I truly believe that. So you yeah. also mentioned teams. Now you developed a team that was very like on the same mission as you kind of had the same morals and stuff like that. Same vision. Um, that's huge. Now, when, when did you know it was time to like outsource and, you know, allow people to step in and help you along the way? When did I, well, Kind of from the beginning and, you know, from the beginning, and this is, a, this is a rookie mistake and I'll just give, you know, some people, some, when you start a business and you like, you, you just take family members and you're like, here, help, help, help. Um, I highly recommend never going into business with family because, because <laughs> really, really bad boundaries, like super bad boundaries. So I learned from mistakes. Right. And so I learned like, okay, th these dynamics don't work because there's family relationships and then there's business relationships and like people can't distinguish between the two. And so I learned from, from, from early on, like just don't hire family. And so, um, but, but I, but from the beginning, I realized like we need help with this. Right. And so, so it took a couple of years for me to, to get out of that space of like, oh, you're just the person that I know. Come never do that. Like always find someone that isn't attached to you in any kind of emotional or like other relationship way, because they will be much better boundaries and respect. And so, um, 
I don't know. I think it was just a gradual process of like, we just need more help. We need more help. We need more help. And, um, and realizing that you have to hire people that are different from you, right? Like I can't hire people who are creators and like, and, and like talkers, right? Because all we would do is create like ideas and no one would like instigate the ideas, right? No one would be like, okay, what's the plan? So you have to hire people that are opposite from you, right? Because I can have the ideas and then my team is like, okay, great. What's, what, what are the steps? And I'll be like, okay, she's going to make the steps. You're going to, you're going to like put the steps together. Right. And so, so now I just get to be in my genius and be the ideas person. And I have my team doing all the grunt work that I hate to do. Right. Yes. So don't hire people that are like you (laughs) is what I'm going to say. No, I agree. I mean, you need people (laughs) with special skills that are not the same as yours so they can step in and do, do something that you maybe is not a strength to you. And, and just, you know, that's how it'll grow. I love it. Thank Mm -hmm. you for mentioning that because it's so true. Now, um, Danique, I want to just make sure we have enough time to really just, if, you know, these are such short episodes, but I want to make sure I give you the next two, three minutes to go ahead and talk about anything coming up within the business, anything to do with the podcast and the best way to go ahead and reach out to you. If there are people looking to connect with you. Yeah. So, um, if you are interested in, in my podcast, it's called the gutsy health podcast. Um, where we just share a bunch of information of like how to become a self healer. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm gutsy underscore mom. Um, and that's where I share a lot of like my own, well, I share more health stuff and some personal stuff there too. Um, there's also my clinic, uh, provohealth.com. There's the Instagram handle provo at provo health. Um, and so, and I'm trying to think, oh, and then my Academy, if you want to learn how to be a self healer, if you've just kind of been stuck in the medical merry-go-round, um, it's mygutsyhealth.com where there's tons of resources. There's free classes, there's paid for classes, there's menu plans that teach you how to actually, it's kind of like eating by numbers, you know, eating healthy by numbers where you literally download the meal plans, gives you shopping lists. It tells you what to eat for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and each meal it takes like 20 minutes to put together. Like it's so easy. Like if you're like, that. how do I eat healthy? That's how you eat healthy. You just follow, you just follow the numbers. Right. And, um, and so, so there's a lot of resources on my gutsy health. I do a one time a year Academy, um, enrollment for the big course. So if you want to like, so we just, we just passed that, but we will probably have one next year as well. We might, so just follow along and we'll keep people updated, but those are all my handles. So there you go. My gutsy health.com provohealth.com. And then all the Instagram is pro at provohealth and gutsy underscore mom. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on today and being vulnerable and opening up about your story because that's real. It's raw. I mean, and that's what I like to hear on my podcast. I'm we're all going through our own journeys, right? And it's not always as even if we're successful, it doesn't mean it's been easy the entire time. So thank you for being able to share that with us, your journey and um, everything else. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or hire and want to come on, just like Janique did today to share your story, talk about the business and podcast, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.